got a fever, and the only prescription is more over the line. This, I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line. That's the problem. Is the cigar authority? Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stunt. Have a scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. And Chuck Morrison. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again. Heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? It's time to light them up. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. It's time. That sounds really fun. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, June 17, 2017, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studio. It's been a tr- tradition here at the Cigar Authority that on Father's Day weekend, we are joined by a father and son team in the cigar industry, and we're going to keep that tradition alive today. Joining us will be Tony and Carson Serino from Serino Cigars. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Google Play, and what's the fourth one, Barron? That would be Spreaker. Spreaker, where you can set it and forget it on all five platforms now. <laughs> and Barry Stein is back from vacation. He's off uh, in the background. Sounds yeah. like his arms are tired, actually. I can hear him breathing. Really? Oh, yeah. Nervous over there. Very yeah. nervous. Because he is on the wheels of steel, Chuck Morrison, by his side, watching. But if you heard at the beginning of the show, the mix seemed a little off, right? It a little bit. Like, a little bit. He's rusty. He's so getting... it's, it's going to be a little catch-up or something. But Chuck is by his side. And Chuck will be on next week also by his side. And then that's it for Chuck Morrison. In fact, this last uh, open was the last time you'll hear Chuck Morrison. He's off, by the way. Chuck's mic is off. The uh, last time that you hear Chuck's name mentioned there you go. on the show. Yeah. I'm happy for Chuck. Wait a minute, we're not going to mention his name ever again? Is Never that again. With? That's it? He's in dead show, to us? In the show open, that I'm is. I'm happy for Chuck, but I hate the fact that i got to produce. But I got this. You got this. You got Barry. it. And we're going we're gonna to build a whole new stage for you. Awesome. And the pr- production thing will be on there, so we'll get you on camera because you love to be on camera. I Loves do. to be on, in the spotlight. I do. I love the extra 10 pounds it puts it, on it me. It does. Extra 10 pounds. And then when they see you, they say, well, have you been losing weight? Because <laughs> the answer you is look, yes. You look 10 pounds heavier there. So, uh, Barry, you were on vacation. Where were you? Uh, I was down in Fort Myers where I went to surprise my father-in-law for his 80th birthday. That's good to surprise old people. Yeah, not, it's yeah. smart, like knocking on an 80-year-old man's door and going, surprise. Yeah. And then we drove over to Miami for three days where I uh, hung out with a few uh, friends that were near and dear to me when I lived down there. Yeah. Ate a lot of food, drank a lot of liquor, smoked a ton of cigars. Yeah, and then wondering why don't I feel so good. And then good wondering thing. why <laughs> I don't feel so good. These vacations are going to kill you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, it is Father and Son weekend. If you have not bought Dad a cigar or bought your son a cigar. That's the wrong one, buddy. Oh, Read your show oh, notes. Oh, we're going to start with the lighter one. Okay, and, and this is a torpedo. This is a Sereno torpedo. 
Charles? I, I don't know if I uh, – I'm not a go-to guy on a, on a torpedo. No, but. and this might be the first torpedo that was part of the Cigar Authority care package. Because really? I can't think of another one. Wow. Yeah, it's like we don't go to torpedoes. I wonder they're not popular with us or they're not popular all around. I don't know. We don't tend to go to torpedoes. But tell us about this, Barry. This is the casino, the uh, Sereno Royale, Connecticut. Well, it's a cigar that makes me want to watch Pulp Fiction, Royale with cheese, anyone? Yes. The Sereno Royale, Connecticut is part of the June Care Package from the Cigar Authority. This cigar has rich and elegant flavors, creating an experience that separates it from other Connecticut wrapper cigars. The binder comes from the fertile ground of the Jalapa Valley with fillers, a combination of Nicaraguan tobacco from Jalapa and Esteli. It retails in uh, price from 1019 to 1039 and today we are going to light up the 6x52 Torpedo. You ever notice with fuller-bodied cigars, they say, this is like that. Okay. And with Connecticut cigars, they go, this is unlike any <laughs> other Connecticut. Connecticut that you've ever had. Like, being a Connecticut's a bad thing. Right. Even though 80% of the country smokes Connecticut shade. It is. It is true. So where do you cut on a torpedo? That's a good question. Now, I like a thinner ring gauge cigar. I've been all over Coronas lately. So I'm going to cut myself this torpedo oh. down at the Corona size. And because you're using the your 40s. own cutter, I'm okay with that. Because after you see that you didn't cut enough, you can cut again. Well, I got a trick. You can always cut more. You can't go backwards. I got a trick for that. You test the draw backwards. It's closed foot. No, it isn't. No, it's, no, it's a closed foot. head, I mean. I haven't cut it yet, but right. that's you put this end in your mouth instead of the end that you're going to cut again. Check, check the draw. If it's okay, you're good. If it's not, cut more, and then you never slobbered on your cutter. Right. You, it's like double dipping. Yeah. You can't double dip. Yeah. You shouldn't double dip. <laughs> you're going to burn that end that was it. I'm done with you two. <laughs> I am done with you two. The rest of the world understood what I meant. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Happy birthday, Perdomo. Happy birthday. Happy Father's Day, Perdomo. Perdomo Cigars is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Draws perfect. let Let me look at yours. So, Jonathan, it looks like you cut your cigar, and Dave, too, to like a 48 ring gauge. Give or take, yeah. I, I got mine down at probably about a 40. Okay, you went even smaller. I went small. This is not a contest, Barry. Well, I'm just saying, maybe <laughs> we cut the cigars closer to the size that we like. You go for a little bit wider. You like a Robusto. And I, I like want, a Corona and, or a Lancero. So and I, I want to cut it a little more. Mm-hmm. I want to cut it a little bit more, and I'm going to. Because we are using the Lotus Jaws, which has the serrated edge. So the good thing about it is you can recut again. Even though it's a torpedo, it locks into the spot, so it's not going to slide down. It's not going to slip on your spit. Yeah. Remind me never to use his cutter. Good. Good. (coughs) Never. And this is the one time that I actually do that because I I don't smoke a lot of torpedoes, and I I have to be happy with my drawer and, and the opening that happens here. Now I'm more happy. But another thing that bothers me about torpedoes is the cigar band when I smoke a torpedo. They, they place the band like they place every other band. But because it's a torpedo and you're going to actually cut down on the cigar, For the, yeah, you're not other. just cutting skimming the top, right? You're cutting a lot further down. Right. Now the band, and especially on this uh, Sereno because it's an oval band, 
that the band is actually touching my lip a little bit. A little extra flavor. So I want to slide the band down and be very careful doing it. But I think all torpedoes, manufacturers, if you're listening, all your torpedoes, bands, every one of them has to move down a little bit. I want to start that thing right now. Let's do it. We'll I know you like, you like to have it in the same exact spot of every cigar, but it's a different cigar when you end up cutting it and the band's too close. That's a good point. I never and thought of that. And you know, as it flips over, you see that the band is lifted a little on the yeah. front of it because of uh, the downplay that's happening on the tobacco. So you've got to move it a little further down. I'm just saying, can we, can we stop this madness and move the bands down a little bit? What do you say? You ever heard of the expression, making a mountain out of a torpedo? I think that's what you just did. I think we should stop the madness of delaying the lighting of the cigar. All right, let's do it. We're going to light our cigar today with the Lotus T4. You want to, you want to taste the uh, cigar for us? I got a little... Toasty. This Toast. is dry, and I don't mean um, crystallized. I mean on the drier side versus the sweeter side, but a drier molasses. It's a little less sweet, but I'm getting molasses. That was my harp. Only, oh. be, uh, only because I missed doing this to you. Because he has control now. I have control. So don't you like the control? I am large and in charge, both go. figuratively and literally. There you go. All right, speaking of large. Ignoring Barry Stein this right is, now, this we're going to use his pocket lighter. Yes. <laughs> the Lotus T4. This is a forty nine ninety nine, which I cannot believe the price for a full metal jacket. This is about four times the size of every other Vertigo big-ass tank. This is the Lotus T4. Four jets, easy adjustment at the bottom. You've got to cover to keep all the schmuckus out of your fill area. It's an industry term, folks, schmuckus. The Lotus T4 retails for $49.99. And worth every penny, if you ask me. Oh, my God. Father's Day is tomorrow. If you need to rush out and get something really cool and you don't have a lot of scratch, this is the lighter to do it on. Or somebody gives you a gift certificate, and you want to get something that looks really cool and really stretch that money out as far as possible, go ahead and get yourself a Lotus T4 for $49.99. It's worth every penny. Yeah, it looks like 100 bucks, I would say. And I have one on my desk and my desk at home. That is the desk lighter, although it is Barry's. Pocket lighter, yeah. Pocket lighter. goes yeah, in his change pocket. As a big guy, I can't pull out a little lighter. Yeah. But it's awesome. You, that you pull out uh, other things that are little. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I have control. <laughs> Don't ever forget it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> not electronic. It's just a little little bell, but it means a lot. Right? It says a lot when you hit that, right? Yes. Oh, I crap. I forgot. I'm supposed to be debonair. I'm practicing. That wasn't very debonair, no. Barry. That wasn't very debonair. I'm not sorry at all, but that yeah. wasn't very debonair. I need to do better than that. Not being sorry is not debonair. So going back to my Florida trip, I, I have to let the people. There's a lot of guys that list down in South Florida, members of the care package. Speak to them on the phone all the time at twoguyscigars.com. There's a restaurant down there on Kendall and 110th Street called Secreta. It is a Cuban-Italian fusion restaurant. Really? And it might be the best meal I have ever had. Wow. So if you live in the Miami area, you've got to check out Secreta. I go often, so I'm gonna, I never heard of it. Very small place. Translates the secret. It is probably Miami's best-kept secret. No kidding. All right. There's a good one. The well-seasoned gourmand would want to hear about it. Yeah, they would. In, in detail about, about the meal. So what is a dish that would be half Spanish, half 
Italian. So there's a rice and beans over pasta. But that's yeah. so, there's, <laughs> so there's a pasta. I believe it's called Firacate. It looks like a money bag. It's usually stuffed with three cheeses. Sometimes you'll get a little bit of crab meat in there as well, a lobster. This was the fichetti with three cheeses, but it was with, um, now I can't even think the pastelito that I have, but it's a little red fruit. It's very big in, in, uh, in Cuban cultures. Yeah. A lot of their desserts. So it had a little bit of that in there. Yeah. And I was talking about it before with Chuck, and now for the life of me, I can't remember what the right. red thing is in the pasta lead. It'll come to me in the middle of nowhere. I'll it, shout it out. Well, then, say, what are you talking about? Because I'll forget what you're talking about anyway. Fratello Firecrackers last week. How'd we do? Guaya. Guaya. Okay. Um, or guava, right, uh, well. Almost sold out. Um, if you want to get them, I don't expect them to last through Monday. Okay. Um, handful left. So if you want them, twoguyscigars.com. Right on the front page, there's a logo. Boom, firecrackers. If you want to order them. Do not wait past this weekend. Yeah, or else you're going to buy it on the secondary market. market. Pay through the nose. I promise you, you'll be sorry. I had a guy almost walk out without getting a box. He was like, yeah, last couple of years I grabbed some singles. I wish that I got the box. And he's reaching in to grab singles, and I'm like, you're doing it you know, again. You know what the definition of insanity is? And he was like, oh, yeah, I was just kidding. I'll, I'll take the box. Yeah, right, right. So uh, just about sold out. Uh, speaking of sold out, the father and son cigar dinner that we do tonight, we're doing it. Sold out as usual, uh, well in advance of that, but uh, something to think about for next year. I don't know who we're going to bring in. We start thinking about that tomorrow yeah. after this is over. Who do we end up uh, bringing in for that? It was so. a little dicey this morning. There was a little bit of rain, some overcast, but it looks like the sun's starting to peak out outside. So Dave has an agreement with the man upstairs uh, that on the father and son dinner we always have spectacular weather yes we have an agreement okay that ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by vs vs means versus but it stands for victor sinclair victor sinclair cigars who would win this hypothetical battle um where do we go with today i'm gonna go with uh military we're gonna talk military here we have captain crunch versus colonel sanders captain crunch versus colonel sanders I think I hate them both equally. Yeah, I think I hate them both equally. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> Give me Popeye. Um, I like chicken more than Captain Crunch, so we're going to go with Colonel Sanders. So you're only not because a con- I like chicken and I don't like Captain Crunch. But you're, you're not a fan of the Kentucky Fried Chicken? No. The KFC? No. What? I used to love it, but it changed over the years? Or No, it hasn't. It's, 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 it's the, seven secret recipes. Nah, so. I don't buy it. <laughs> they changed it from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC for a reason. Yeah, because they didn't want the word fried. It was a bad word. It's the F word. It's just like when a band changes subtly on a cigar, you think the blend's different. They change the name of the company. I think the blend's the other chicken's different. See, you can't forget about the crunch berries when it comes to Captain Crunch. That's an integral part of my decision. KFC has no crunch berries. Therefore, they cannot be the champion. It must be Captain Crunch. When I eat Captain Crunch, I, I hurt the roof of my mouth. Yeah, this is a multifaceted question, Dave. We can take this. <laughs> yeah, I can go all day with Listen, this. Listen, here's what we can do. We I can know talk it's a about short segment, but we can. The chicken versus the cereal, and the cereal is lethal in the top of your mouth. You're right. So, yeah. Captain well, Crunch so is the there. chicken. But if you're going to take a colonel versus a captain of what looks to be a captain of a ship, I'm taking the colonel all day long. Was, was the colonel a real colonel? I don't believe so. I think he called himself the Colonel. I don't, I don't know. know if he and was. I, and was I he think really that they called it Captain Crunch because captain was really Admiral captain. Crunch just didn't roll off the tongue. Yeah. But I think he's dressed like an admiral. He outranks Very Colonel interesting Sanders. story of Colonel Sanders of 
a failing businessman his whole life until he turned, I think, 65 years old, and KFC was born, but failed at every single business that he, that he ended up doing, and he hit a home run with it. So uh, i got to go with Colonel Sanders. The Captain Crunch thing, he, he was one and done. See, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. Give me my Cheerios and cornflakes. I don't like all that sweet stuff. Yeah? So no Captain Crunch for me. Yeah. Now, I know Jonathan likes his Lucky Charms. How about the, a, a KFC that's rolled, a Kentucky, the chicken is rolled in crunch, in Captain Crunch. You crush it up, and you deep-fry it in Captain Crunch. Ooh. That sounds like a winner. It's, it's military coup. Is anyone else craving KFC right yeah. now? <laughs> I got that. Coup, chicken, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Military coup. All right, so do we do, uh, KFC? KFC. KFC. Captain Crunch? KFC. Jonathan, KFC. Just, <laughs> Jonathan just likes men in uniform. That's what it comes nah, down to. because it's the danger of the, uh, the cereal ripping, ripping your roof of your mouth up. Yeah. Even as a kid. If you use rice milk, it, uh, it softens rice a little milk. quicker. If you use rice milk, you ain't eating Captain Crunch. Right? It's a good point. Most likely. Good point. Uh, so next week is Chuck's last day. Officially. My goodness. What's, the, what's the feeling here? It's, it's sadness, man. Yeah? I mean, today's... That's a, it's not happy and sad? It's, it's, uh, no. No, it's sad. I was working, uh, you know, this week on the, on the last Debonair Way, which will be delivered today, and uh, it just puts things in reality, I guess. I mean, it's been an awesome six years together, and this has been my life. I mean, this yeah. has been my routine. So... So you think will we get like ten months from now or something? You surprise? I might, show I might up? pull a Jonathan, yeah, you know, and come back. Not and come, come back for full time, but would you ever show up? Oh and yeah, you need cigars and come in and of course jump in in a segment or yeah. something. Yeah, tell the guys even to participate in the audience. You know, to sit back and yeah, oh, show up in the audience yeah. one day. Yeah, it's a long ride though. I, I'm not, uh, but but I won't be love to have you. Yeah, love love to have you, and I'm gonna miss you. And we're going to see what Barry can do. Uh, I know I'm, going to, I'm getting prepared to get aggravated of. It's like teaching a guy again. You know, when we the show starts, the mics have to be on, and he'll get whatever. it. He'll get it. Yeah, but it, it, you know, and we tried when you when you've gone away. We've tried different people over the time, and there's always always trouble. But the fact is, this is what you do for a living. Yeah. You know, so you know how it ends up right. working, and everybody thinks, oh, this is easy. It's not that easy, right? It's not easy. And yeah. a huge credit to Mr. Jonathan. I mean, he's been putting in a lot of hours behind the scenes to really fine-tune the technology to make sure that it's all, you know, well-balanced and kind of grandma-proof as far as the the pulling of the levers, the controlling. See, the beautiful thing about that right. is that's my voice. I can do it anytime I want. Yeah, that's it. That's right. <laughs> it's true. Is there a harp or something playing on when you're doing it, or just your voice? Just my voice. There's, there's no sound effect. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. No, really? A little reverb on it. That's it. Was that real, or was that Memorex? Yes. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> it was low, whatever it was. I kept it low, just didn't want to cut anybody off. So I'm finding the cigar a little elegant. Hmm. A little elegant, you say? Yeah. It's definitely ridiculously smooth. It's very smooth, but at the same time, I, I like a cigar that has balance. And I, I'm not just talking about what most people talk about with mouthfeel and you got some sweet and sour and salty mm-hmm. and whatnot. But it's balanced between what David, David is calling elegance, which is very well-aged tobacco. Mm-hmm. And there's also a, an aggressive, slightly unrefined element to it. So you have refined, unrefined. You've got sweet. You've got salty. It really is well-balanced across the board, in my opinion. Now, you know how you said earlier, you said 
full-bodied guy say, a cigar is much like this cigar. And right. this cigar is a, this is not like anything. They're not only saying it's not like anything, but can it I stands? It. it stands separate from other cigars that have a Connecticut shade wrapper. I, I'm with you there. I have it's a flavor. Stand, I have a flavor. Hold okay. on. I have a flavor. All right. My my tenure is coming to an end. I think if I've matured in any area with cigars, it's been maybe the tasting, maybe the center of a Cadbury egg. That cream, that that. That's pretty center. good. It's the center of a Cadbury. When egg. When was the last time you had a Cadbury egg? Man, I don't even know. Crack oh. it open. You just lick a little bit of that cream center it's like out. A caramel type. I don't know if I ever did. Really? What? Same here. Them and Peeps. I'll pass every day, all day. But I don't know if I ever did. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, David. The Cadbury eggs that come out around Easter? You've never eaten one of it's those. It's not just the chocolate. It's got something inside. Yes. Inside of it. That's the magic. Believe me, you'd I, know if you had it. I either swallowed it whole or I never <laughs> had it. <laughs> Pop them like an aspirin. Jonathan, do you, do you hear how, me on this? Is it big? Yeah, they're like that size. I mean, they're massive. I've never had one. Oh. It's almost the size of a regular chicken egg. You can crack it, and there's ooze on the inside. And what and color is the ooze? Ooze white is white and yellow. and yellow like an egg. Never had it. They're laid, oh. by, they're laid by lions with bunny ears. Really? Yeah. It will change your life. And the inside is good. It Fanta- like, tastes like this. I think it's fantastic. I think so. Maybe with a little, just a little note of pepper on it. Yeah, there you and go. You have it. There's that creamy, sweet, peppery. Yeah. Maybe this you dip a salted pretzel in, and you get a little bit of the salt too. There you go. There's a lot this of. This is pe- not a mild cigar. This is all of medium, at least. Yeah, it's medium. It's not four, maybe on the lower end of medium. You know, one to three is mild. Four to six is medium. Seven to ten is full. It's like a four. I yeah. th- I honestly think that you guys confuse the body and the strength argument. It's. I think it's. It's got a great body. It's it's full flavor, full but yeah, strength full wise, flavor, but strength wise, strength wise, I would say it's on the mild side. It's on the mild maybe side. Maybe mild medium. plus. I'd give you mild plus. Okay, but I don't think it goes into really? medium. I'd say straight medium. It's. I'd say anybody can smoke this. And I'm sure there's a lot of people in the care package that opened this up and were surprised that this was a Connecticut. So not only does it set itself apart in flavors, yeah, it's, it's a little bit darker than mm-hmm. your typical blonde Connecticut. Yeah, it's got a Is rich. Is it U.S. Connecticut? Do you know? Uh, I do not know. No, we're going to find out. It might be Ecuador. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of flavor to it. I like it. And uh, we'll see what the guys say anyway. So uh, let's go to break. And we come back after 20 years in the cigar industry with a company called APS. That's Anthony Philip Serino. Tony Serino announced last year a company called Serino Cigars was formed with his son Carson. They showed their stuff for the first time not quite a year ago at the IPCPR trade show. And it's been hit after hit ever since. Uh, let's get to know Tony and Carson Serino, the father and son teams and owners of Serino Cigars when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. 
live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich. And the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar-making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. 
the flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Armand Asante, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. Now in our eighth year, and every year, we celebrate Father, Father's Day weekend by bringing in a father and son team in the family, in the cigar business that is a family business. Let's welcome Tony and Carson Serino from, to the Cigar Authority. Welcome in, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Thank, before we get started, I want to say thank you to uh, David and and uh, Jonathan for inviting us up to Salem. This is a great opportunity for us, and we're happy we're here. Thank you. Th- well, thank you. you. And uh, thank you for a, a new company coming into the cigar industry and uh, sponsoring the Cigar Authority, uh, along with thank the uh, only advertiser for the Ashhole podcast. So yeah. y- you believe in um, the new media, basically, as, as opposed to magazine print and things like that. I mean, it's, I, I hear you out there on other podcasts and things. It's a scene. You can't just uh, move your head up and down. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's just a you know, a new generation of cigar smokers, and I think that podcasts, even more so than having to sit down and read things, is uh, the way to go. Social media, Cigar Authority podcast, other yeah. podcasts, yeah. review sites. Um, so, so, Tony, 20 years you're in the business with, with your other company. Yes. And uh, you, you started Sereno as a family company with yes. your son. Yes. And um, so, you, you know, for you to jump onto podcasts and things like that as, as your advertising employee, you, is that part of getting the young generation? He's saying that this is where to go? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, but we opened up the Sereno uh, line, um, something that... Uh, we wanted to do for a long, long time. We just needed to have the, the, the right partner to do it with. Which is the factory that you use. Yes. So tell us about that. Most people don't know. Uh, it, it's uh, La Corona. Yeah. It was a few years back. Um, for the last 21 years, we've been uh, producing uh, inexpensive bundles to medium price boxes and... Um, some really good cigars, but nothing super, super premium. And we always wanted to come out with a premium cigar, but we never really could find the exact right person that that was fully intra- integrated. Yeah, we yeah. wanted vertical integration. Yeah. Okay, Somebody yeah. had their own farms, factories, did everything from you know seed to cigar. So, so I was introduced to Omar Gonzalez Aliman and his son Louis. And Esteli, Nicaragua. Um, Great people. Yeah, Omar is as uh, is well known in the industry. He grew up in Cuba um, as a head director of the La Corona factory in Cuba, which made lots of the high end Cuban cigars. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Monte Cristos, some Cohibas, some Hoyo de Monterey's, Cuava, Poor Laranaga. Yeah. Not and Cohiba, Romeo and Julietta. Yeah. Romeo yeah. and Julietta. Yeah. And um, 
opened up his own factory in Esteli. And I just had, uh, it was, I had the opportunity, somebody introduced me to him, I flew over to his factory, and I just couldn't believe the amount of tobacco that he had and the way that he processed his tobacco. Normally when I walk into a room where there's tobacco being processed, you're overwhelmed with ammonia. Yeah. And this was just so sweet when I walked into there. Oh. And I'm not talking about a few balloons. I'm talking about hundreds. Wow. wow. Hundreds. Literally, literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of tobacco that they were aging and curing and holding on to it for four years. Off the air, that the secret to that is that they use a lower temperature mm-hmm. in the fermentation. And that way you're not getting that mass release of ammonia. It's dissipating over time. Uh, and that sound, it sounds like you walked in... Uh, to the right guy because the, the stuff that he's making is phenomenal. So a lot of people don't know uh, Omar because, frankly, bef- before you guys came along, I think he, I th- believe that he was only making one other cigar brand. Correct. Yes. So there's, he, only, he has all this tobacco and he has two customers. And he won't sell any tobacco. And he has hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds of tobacco. So you're and, it, and it's all partners four, with a hoarder. It's, yeah. all, it, 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 it's all four, five, six years old. Wow. And the wrappers, the way, the way that he puts the time and the passion into uh, curing his tobacco was something. That, and I've been in lots and right. lots and lots of uh, factories. And I've never seen anybody take such pride and take his time. And um, I was just amazed by his factory. So you said this is the one. Yeah, yeah, this is the one. And plus, he made us some different cigars, and one was just better than the other, and one, they were just all so good. You think you got the best one, and then you say, hey, try this. And that's why we ended up coming out with so many brands at one time. We couldn't pick which one we liked yeah. the best. And at, at IPCPI, will he be at the booth with you? Is he, yeah, sure. Come, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'd, lo- yeah. I'd love to meet him. And, um, you know, yeah. he, he does the uh, Romania yeah. HR brand yeah. yep. um, for the people at Whitehead yeah. and uh, for Hiroshi himself. And he, he does yours. Yeah. And that's it with all this tobacco. You certainly don't have to worry about, well, are we going to get the next tobacco leaf? No. He has yeah. tobacco for years and years and years and years. And plus he grows every year and um, harvests, I think, three crops and then puts it in the balloons and Saves that for Saves five years that. from now or yeah. whatever that's going to be. Yeah. So. Everything is dated. Everything everything is dated. It has all uh, who picked it, where it was picked, what what it is, all Which balloon it was fermented in. Which balloon it was yeah. fermented yeah. in. Everything's documented. Now, Carson, and what on God's green earth brings you, a young guy, into the cigar business? Well... I grew up around it with him doing all the bundled cigars. Uh, I would think you would have learned from that and yeah. said, the hell with this, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's my real question is, yeah. what, what is attracting you to the business? Because you're a little bit of a cigar geek yourself. I am, yeah. Um, and then when I was in college, uh, you know, I went to a lot of local cigar shops, found that that was kind of just made me feel like home and how much I missed it. And then the kind of cigar geek boom happened with all the boutique brands coming out. Yeah. Um, and I tried a few of those compared to, you know, smoking just bundled cigars and, you know, legend brands. Yes. And I was like, wow, tobacco can just, 
it can wow people. Right. You know, and it's that, very different, right? Uh-huh. One, one cigar isn't the same as another. Well, I saw yeah, you yeah. walking around the shop going, oh, my God, you have this. You actually, <laughs> you're here to sell cigars, but you bought cigars. Know, Both yeah. of them. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're into it. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. And, well, and we you, found some great cigars here. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, uh, you know, some manufacturers, they come in and they only want to smoke their own cigars and, and that's what they make believe or whatever. And, you know, you, you guys totally geeked out. And oh, I yeah. want this. I want this. I want this. Yeah, and, that's not my motto. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, there's so many good cigars Well, and you're there. not really going to know if somebody walks in and says, I like Brand X. You're not going to know how your mm-hmm. brand stacks up to Brand X yeah. if you haven't smoked Brand X. And I, I think most... Manufacturers that stick with just their stuff out in public, anyways. Uh, we all know that everybody smokes everything behind the scenes, but that's the only real way to be able to tell where you are in the market, price point wise, flavor wise, complexity wise, is if you are sampling the other stuff that's out there. So kudos to you for not only doing it, but doing it out in the open and showing people this is what you're supposed to do. Well, in the beginning, when you first started, I started looking at the expense reports and I said, you buy more cigars than you sell. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? I said, I said, what's with that? Yeah, you and, have to and, start selling more but, or slowing down on your he, buying. Then he explained it to me. I need to know the taste of everybody else's cigar. Yeah. He's so, quite the sales. So, he he got you to bite on that one. So, yeah. so, that, so that we can create something different, uh, something more enjoyable. All right, so Dad's looking at the expense reports and uh, you work with Dad, make believing like he's not here right now. How is it working with Dad? Um, it's really good. Yeah? We butt heads on well, some Yeah, stuff. I was noticing a little hesitation there. Yeah, um, but, uh, but for the most part, we butt heads on things that, you know, I think r- very consumer-based, and he thinks very business-based and manufacturer-based. Like, something we butt heads on, for example, is I didn't want to sell cigars. cigars. Okay. Um, but... From a manufacturer and a retailer's perspective, cigars will break. Yep. Cigars need to be barcoded just for you know for you guys to track. And I just think cigars are such a beautiful product that they need to be showcased. And there's two sides to every you know every story. And finding the good middle ground is yeah. you know the mid- middle ground is put cellophane on it because yeah. it's very costly. And we, we've seen it as retailers. A lot of manufacturers start out that way and, and put their cigar on cellophane, and it is beautiful and aromatic, and it's mm-hmm. so nice. And then fast forward one year later, they have done their expense report and see what happened and the amount of damage and things that happened. They go, oh, we're going to cello. So dad knows, just go to cello in the first place because, yeah. you know, do we have to get slapped around a little bit for a while? before this ends up happening. And, and so it, it's, a, it's a good marriage because your son's going to look at different things. Uh, yeah. As a young person, we're getting older and things are changing, yeah. and we know what we know, but we don't know what we don't know yet. And I'm, I'm old school, and I'm, I'm not hip to all the social media. Yeah. He, he does this real quick. Yeah. yeah. So it's, wor- it's working out there. You're getting your, your name out there. How many stores are you in right now? Uh, about 175. 175 stores, less than a year. Yep, that's impressive. It is. Yep. It's impressive because you're hitting the road. Yeah, nonstop. So, so you, you live not with Dad. You live in Atlanta. Atlanta, yes. Dad lives in Florida. Mm-hmm. I live in Florida. And uh, you came up here, and I was very, very surprised you came up. And, you know, usually I want to pick you guys up at the airport, and, you know, uh, I'll drive you around. But it wasn't a problem because you drove here. I did. Yeah. And I kind of regretted it. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you must yeah. have hit, hit some accounts on the way up. Yeah, and make absolutely. Sure. Nice. Yep. And then on the way back down, I'm going to hit more accounts and you know, try to see everyone before the IPCPR and show face. And, yeah. you know, it's all about building good relationships. Sure. And 
So, sure. so is Atlanta heavy for you because that's where you are, home base? Yeah. So you yeah. do good there? Is yeah, there there's other, 90 yeah? shops just in Atlanta. Okay, so, yeah, so. that's how it works there. That yeah. You're there all the time. So what's been the biggest challenge so far going from bundles to now into the ultra-premium market? Has that worked against you? Has it helped you understand the marketplace better? What's been the biggest challenge transitioning from one to the other? Well, it, we, our customer base is very, very loyal. And um, we were able to get them to come to our booth and, to, and they were loyal to us and, and we got them to try some of our cigars and said, you know, why not? Because they're just all such good cigars. Well, the, the, I think the big key is that you have been so consistent with those lower price products. A lot of people use lower price products as a way to wash tobacco and they're less than consistent, but you guys make a cigar for us, the Dos Ombre Barber Pole, and every single time I smoke that cigar, it's always exactly the same, and that's a lower price product. If you can be consistent at that level, you must be more consistent at the higher price point is how sure. I look at it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, it was a slam dunk for us that, you know, we, we love the cigar you make for us, but and taking nothing away from, from Dos Ombre, but then when we, I lit up the Sereno at your booth, oh, my God, you know, Fantastic. thinking to myself, okay, this is going to be a, a high-end uh, product of what you make for us, and no, 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 this is totally, totally different. Yeah. You know, here it is. Here's the next step up. I say it to customers that... Can you, you get a, a $3 cigar and now you have a $10 cigar? Is, is that twice or three times as, as good as that cigar? The answer is yes. The problem becomes when you go to a $10 cigar to a $20 cigar, does it become three times better at that point? No, it becomes slight. You know, the further up you go, it's, it's, it's getting squeezed in. It's better. You know, it's better product went in. But you have, I think, a $10 cigar that could be a $20 cigar. Mean, meaning, I don't want you to raise the price. Right, yeah, <laughs> please keep the price yeah. the yes. same. We like uh, it here. But for the quality of what this is, this is up there with the top echelons of cigars. And we have the, a care package, so there's, uh, you know, upwards of 1,000 people smoking the cigar right now uh, at the si- same time along with us. Uh, they're seeing for themselves of how the cigar is burning. And um, brought to that, we're, we're smoking the natural. We were talking... Um, Barry was saying this is Connecticut. Is this wrapper a Connecticut wrapper? From Connecticut yeah, or from Ecuador? No, from Ecuador. Ecuador, Connecticut. Ecuador, okay, Connecticut. It, because it's not light like yeah. a lot of people would look at Connecticut. It's a darker shade than it is. Uh, and then you make what we'll smoke in the next hour, which is the XX Maduro. You have a Maduro and an XX Maduro, different right. from them. Yeah. What is the difference between those two? There's a Maduro and an XX Maduro. Why? Well, the Maduro, the Maduro is just a different sizes and a little different blend. Yeah. That was, uh, if you look at the offering for the Maduro blend, it, we have two different 60s, a Robusto Gordo and then a Bellicoso Gordo. And it was a blend that we produced on a larger gauge. Um, the smallest size we make in that is a 54. So we, you know, tweaked the blend, made sure it smoked really well in big gauges. And then the Maduro XX is more of our traditional and our go-to uh, 48 to 54 ring gauges. So so is the double X in reference to the girth of a cigar? N- no, the double X is in reference because it, we loved all the blends, but I think that was my father and mine's favorite blend, and it commemorates his 20th anniversary. Okay, so it's really the Royale Maduro 20. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. okay that's good to know. 
I was confused myself of, of what was happening there. But I'll tell you, I am a uh, shade wrap fan. You know, I, everybody knows that that's my go-to, with very, very few exceptions. And one of the exceptions is your XX Maduro, which I find to be one of the best Maduros in the planet. Absolutely. Uh, and I would choose that over the natural. You, you see me, you know, I'm, I'm saying it to customers as they come in, and they, they know my taste profile. And I said, you know, you know, I like the, the Connecticut, but go to try the Maduro. A lot of people are afraid of a Maduro cigar. And mm-hmm. a lot of that is under-fermenting, um, underage kind of raw tobacco that's used. And not in this case. This is the same as the cigar we're smoking with five-year tobacco that's in it yeah mm-hmm. five-year tobacco and then after they were, were rolled they they were rolled in 2014 wow yeah. uh-huh. so we got four, four years finished cigar. dramatic dramatic wow yeah i tell you this is an underpriced cigar you know you look at a ten dollar cigar but i'm telling you this is a twenty dollar cigar all day long for ten dollars so uh look at it that way um, how about the whole line? What is there on Sereno right now? What do you have? Uh, the, we have the Sereno Connecticut, the Sereno uh, Medio. Medio Claro, which is a Habano 2000 seed, which is a, a Claro wrapper. Mm-hmm. It's a different blend. comes in different sizes. Yeah. Then we have the Maduro, which is a little different blend, but it comes in different sizes, more r- larger ring gauges. And the Maduro XX, which comes in kind of traditional Cuban sizes. Yeah. And so, uh, you have 2018. That was in, all that was introduced at the last trade show in 16. Anything going to be introduced this year at this trade show? Uh, yeah, we got some stuff in the works. Uh, we have the Wayfarer blend, yes. which is okay. uh, named after the Willie Nelson album, I'm sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> no stranger. Yeah. Um, the naming of that was kind of interesting. That's a blend. Um, me and Louis Omar, uh, Omar Gonzalez's son, the naming of that came from. Uh, so I went backpacking through Iceland and I left my travel humidor in the car. And that's one thing I take with va- on vacation with me. I always have cigars with me. So when I got to Reykjavik, the only thing they sold were Cuban cigars. They didn't sell any Nicaraguan, any Dominican lines, um, which before that I wasn't really well-versed with Cuban cigars just because I'm in the industry. I'm always smoking other people's stuff or our own stuff. Um, And I kind of – I fell in love with Cuban cigars, you know, the flavor profile of them, but I thought that with a Nicaraguan flair they could be done a little bit differently and offer something unique to the market. So – after smoking through all those, I went back to Lewis and Omar. I was like, I want to make you know a Cuban profile, but have that Nicaraguan characteristics yeah. Yeah. to it. And uh, you know, he started laughing. He's like, I can absolutely do that with him being from Cuba. Yeah. And uh, you know, wayfarer means a traveler, a journeyman. So I Somebody thought somebody who travels by foot. Yeah. Yes. So you know, and that's what he was doing, doing traveling yeah. by foot. Yeah. So uh, that's where wayfarer came. It's also my first cigar into the industry. So kind of like a journeyman aspect, so to speak. I got and to smoke the 109 yesterday, which is like the Bellicoso, and I got yeah. to smoke the Corona. Incredible sweetness on the cigar. Yeah. I think you hit a home run, and I look forward to the, the regular release. Cool. Yeah. So, now, you guys, you. Aren't, you guys aren't Cuban. You're not Hispanic in any way. You're Italian. Italian. From up here. From up here. How? Born, born and raised in Dedham, Massachusetts. How did you get involved in the cigar business 
from up here and become manufacturers? Well, my, my family has a frozen food factory in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. And I worked this from, since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. Called Sereno Foods, and It was right? called Sereno Italian Foods. And I worked there. My father, um, he just believed that uh, as soon as you're able to walk, you need to be, you need to be working. Amen. You know? Yeah. And all my friends and everybody else. So not, not you know, being young and not knowing the... Uh, not knowing the the full outcome, what it could have been, I always wanted to get out of there because it was such hard work, and he was he really drove us to work really hard. So so listen to what you're saying when you when you're pushing your son around, yeah. Because uh, you yeah. don't want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, go easy on him, yeah. right? Thanks. You don't want him to run away. Just and and when I was about twenty twenty one years old, I got in a real severe motorcycle accident. And this was my way out to escape to get out of that factory. The, the doctor actually came in, and my father said, when can you go back to work? And the doctor looked at him and said, your son might never walk again. Yeah. I mean, I was literally, literally in traction and couldn't walk for a year. And it was a very slow recovery. So I, I moved to Florida, and... Um, I fell in love with this store. I didn't, know any, I didn't know anybody in Florida, and I fell in love with this store. And the store was, it was a video store. And I said, video, what is that? And um, they had the first Betamax. It was called the Sony Betamax. And um, this person sold the first giant screen TVs, and he had Betamax movies, and they would record movies um, and rent them and sell them. I just became so intrigued with that business. I stayed there every day, and then he said, why don't you buy this off me? So I bought the store, and um, growing up with my father, uh, I didn't have a lot of real schooling, but I had a lot of street smarts, and I had a lot of business experience. So I turned that store around, and we ended up with 5,000 customers. Um, and we were, we were, I was recording movies and renting them and selling them. And uh, it became so popular that I opened up four more stores. And we, I was in charge of promotions. We had searchlights and we had lookalike actors and we gave away all kinds of free promotional stuff to get people in the um, Sounds like somebody I store. know oh. sitting to my left. Yeah. I thought and this was uncanny. Yeah, and um, I ended up meeting the people. Uh, I met, I met the vice president of marketing from McDonald's. He happened to come in the store, and uh, John Giles. He was he was vice president of marketing for for McDonald's, and they just couldn't believe the line that was coming out the door. So they said, uh, they said, "What's going on here?" I said, "Well, we're renting videos." He says, I, "What's what's a video?" I said, "Well, this is a pre-recorded." movie you can record these movies and you can stop them and you can pause them and he said but why is this big line i said because every time we have a new release i call everybody and they come and at that time we would sell the movie for 75 dollars and then they could come in and trade it in for ten dollars a little different concept. Nice profit. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a big and jacket. so he they taught me they said we should franchise this 
So um, they introduced me to all the McDonald franchise people, and um, we franchise a hundred stores. My God! And then this company have a name by any chance? Yeah, it was called Mr. Movie International. Okay, sounds like a different yeah. uh, company that well, I'm familiar with. Yeah. yeah, and and then from there, I got contacted by Blockbuster Video. Boom! And they asked me to come on board with them. And to do the kind of the same thing, the grand openings, and I, I did, I did f- almost four thousand grand openings for them. Wow! So you're and basically Mr. Blockbuster. Well, I'm not really Mr. Blockbuster. I had a certain job, promotions of the of uh, grand openings, but the person that owned that company was called Wayne Heidsinger, and um, he had lots of other businesses. He, he owned uh, Waste Management. When he got out of Waste Management, he went into Blockbuster. Then from Blockbuster, he opened up Blockbuster Music. He opened up Discovery Zone. He opened up Auto Nation, Republic Industries. And he kept me right by his side. I was kind of like his gopher. And um, I brought my son up to his office and, uh, when he was three years old. He also bought the Miami Dolphins. And I helped with all the promotions there. He also Crazy, bought. Right? He also bought, bought the Florida Marlins. I helped get all the promotions done to get the people in the stadium the first time. Well, it just makes sense then. You go into cigars and just lose <laughs> all your money right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> and and then he opened up the Florida Panthers, and I helped him get that going. And all the diff- all the different businesses he was in, I was his right hand man. Well, he sold out the Sumner Redstone and. 1992. Sumner Redstone owns Viacom. And when I was 13 years old, it was kind of funny because Sumner Redstone's first movie theater, drive-in movie, was in Dedham. And I worked for him uh, when my father's business burnt down while they were remodeling, and I, I worked for him for a year. Because you had to work. Obviously. Yeah. At 13, <laughs> what are you 13. Yeah. yeah. Not taking time off, yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I made popcorn and hot dogs, and I cleaned up. Yeah. And uh, ended up that Wayne and Sumner Redstone became partners. Then they brought in uh, Richard Branson because, <laughs> they, because they had blockbuster music. So I worked with Richard Bl- uh, Branson. Little with, names. With, with, yeah, uh, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with uh, Virgin Atlantic Records. And then Wayne decided to retire right around 1996. And um, I said, well, what am I going to do now? Um, so one of my friends said, well, cigars is a hot thing. <laughs> so I said, okay, let's take a ride to the Dominican Republic. Let's take a flight over there. And I was intrigued. It was a hobby. I just started smoking. I, I actually started smoking because all the people at Blockbuster smoked. Okay. And um, so I took a liking to it and went over there and just started learning it slowly. And uh, the first, first three years, I lost money. But I stuck with it, and I stuck with it, and I stuck with it. And um, we sell an awful lot of cigars. You're like the Energizer Bunny, man. Unbelievable. I mean, we sell a lot of inexpensive cigars. To to retailers who sell it as their own or whatever, private labels and things. Yeah, Yeah. we bring bring in at least two 40-foot containers a month, frozen. And then we um, bring the temperature down very, very slowly. It keeps all the bacteria out of the cigars. And then I do the inventory 
do the and you're pick. the importer too. Yeah, I'm the you're importer. You're the importer, everything, jack of all I, trades. I do the pick, the pull, the pack. Then we um, we shrink wrap the pallets, we strap them, and we ship them to wherever they want them to go. I always thought it was interesting and, and uh, uh, great customer service that I would call and place an order for our, our bundles, and you would answer the phone yeah. and take the order, and it sounds like you also went and picked the order, right. and you packed it, and you shipped it. Unbelievable work ethic and what happened, and which, which leads you to the pinnacle of your success. You end up here on the Cigar Authority after. You can add that oh, to your yeah, resume. Yeah. That's free. Oh, my you can, goodness. You can take that. Uh, but, no, you have a passion for it now, and I, I see it in your son. I, I just getting to know him the past couple of days and very, very passionate about the entire industry, not just about his own brands, but d- deep into it, and I, I think he's going to be an awesome asset. Uh, congratulations yeah. to, well, to he, you. He actually knows more about all the, all the other cigars than I do. I, yeah. I, I was like one of the people that you said, I only smoke my yeah. own cigars. But now he's turning me on to a lot of different cigars that I haven't. And, and you really do need to know what everybody else is smoking. Yeah. Something know. gets hot. Why is it yeah. hot? And then yeah. you figure out your, your next and thing. And I smoked an awful lot of really good cigars here at, at, at Two Guys yeah. Smoke Shop. Yeah. <laughs> Did, um, so you have this Wayfair that's coming, yeah. and you kind of let him go on this? Yeah, that's his own project. But with, with Omar's son also. Yeah. So the yeah. two sons. So second so generation. So yeah. the, the first one was, was a collaboration between... Uh, Omar Gonzalez, the father, and with Anthony Serino. And now this is a collaboration with Carson Serino and, and his son, yeah. Louis, Louis interesting. Gonzalez. Interesting, interesting. And I, I had the opportunity to smoke it yesterday, too. Very exciting. It will be ready for the trade show and yes. re- ready to be shipped to retailers and everything. Yeah. I mean, ready to go. Yeah. Maybe a couple weeks after. Okay, and, that's yeah. not bad, though. So yeah. we'll look, look forward to the Wayfair. It's coming in how many sizes? Three sizes start off with. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, and the interesting thing about those three sizes, they, uh, you know, to go with the Wayfair aspect, we used in the Toro the 109 mold, which is the original 109 mold that Omar used at La Corona. Wow. So it's a true Cuban mold that. Yeah, you'll see the shape on the head of the cigar that's mm-hmm. different than mm-hmm. others. And there's other 109s out there, but those were all custom made in Nicaragua. This came right from the La Corona factory, okay. and it's a really unique. Uh, it sure is. We got to go. But it's break. not on. It's not on every size. No, no. E- just every size. size. Each size has a different cap. Yeah. So uh, my God, we could we could talk all day. I I, I told Tony he's got to write a book. I mean, absolutely. Just, he's got so much information. But thank you guys. Happy okay. Father's Day to yeah. you. Yeah. And, Happy uh, Father's Day to you uh, too. Congratulations mm-hmm. on your success. We'll look for the Wayfair uh, coming up real soon. We're going to take a break when we come back. My favorite Sereno cigar. We're going to light that up. It's dark and full, but it's awesome. Don't be afraid of the dark. Dark cigar, but it's pretty great. Uh, lots going on in the cigar industry. Barry has lots of it to talk about. Uh, the new cigar journal has hit. What's in it? We'll talk about that and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Sereno Royale Connecticut, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raphael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. 
the method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Estelian Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar age to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine. Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar 
for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our With your host, David Garofalo. On count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. The former gravekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Did we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. We are the self-proclaimed Cigar Authority, now in our eighth year, keeping you informed about everything cigar. Welcome back to the second hour of The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, podbean.com, or... Barron's Spreaker. Spreaker. I'm going to write that write down. It That's down. a tough one. <laughs> write it down. Well, you can set it and yeah. forget it. And if you, can, if you use Spreaker, if you can go on there and like us or follow us, it would be really helpful and we would appreciate it. Yeah. Help us along the way. Um, I spilled the beans last week. You weren't here. You had yeah. told me on Friday don't, we don't have an answer yet. Yep. But you didn't tell me on Saturday, so I thought I, that was the goal. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, where were we at with iHeartRadio? According to their tech support, since we had such a huge back catalog of shows, it's taken a little bit longer than they anticipated. 
and we should have a decision sometime this week. So what, what the reason is, is they listen to every show, some computer-generated way of listening, right. to make sure that we're not using copyrighted sound. Correct. Um, you know, you hear, um, if you listen to some of our old shows when we used to be on the radio, that we would play regular music that you would hear, and then when we went to the podcast and we were gearing up for this very day, um, we stopped at that point, using any uh, licensed music. Because we, we had a license through the radio show, correct. the radio stations. Yeah. And you don't have that license with podcasts. Yeah. So we end up, uh, you know, wouldn't it be nice to throw in a song here or there or whatever of something we like? And um, we try not to. And they're making sure that, that, that we didn't in the past and uh, not to do it in the future uh, because they... Their artists need money, right? That, mean, is, that is correct. Yeah, that's what ends up happening. So any day now, I think next week we're going to be on. Yeah, I'm hoping it's done by Tuesday. If it's not done by Tuesday, I'm going to begin to sweat a little bit. Yeah. Outside so, of the normal perspiration. Yeah, outside of the normal fat Stein. man perspiration. So I'm, I'm going to put down the, the natural, which went out on me a bunch of times because I was doing so much talking mm-hmm. um, and uh, paying attention to what they were saying. I had talked to uh, Tony during the week, and, you know, I've known Tony for a long time. He makes a cigar for me, but never heard the back story. Very fascinating, uh, man. Which I wanted to know because I was going to have him on the show, and whenever he told me, some of the backstory, and you just heard some of the backstory. What oh, there's unbelie- much more. What an unbelievable life, and what brought him into the cigar business. It's unbelievable, and uh, we'll have him on again, I'm sure, and we'll get deeper into it and stuff, but the guy should write a book. That's something that goes to show you that if you have a good work ethic, that really nothing can stand in your way. You, you just keep going, and you keep going, and you keep going, and you don't take <laughs> excuses into it. There's no lack of education that's a reason why you don't succeed. Right. You just keep no, banging no your head against the brick and, wall. And highly successful and knows his stuff. Yes, he does. And, and he, he plays it off very, very lightly. Of, yeah, very humbly of uh, who he is. But uh, if you're a retailer out there and you know Carrie Serino, you should. Uh, and once you light the cigar up, you'll, you'll see you'll what's about. You'll understand immediately. Now, again, I say that I like the um, shade wrapper, lighter type of cigars. We're going to a more bolder cigar, a lot more flavor. And one of my all-time favorite cigars of all, and certainly uh, in the very, very top when it comes to a Maduro cigar, this is the Sereno Maduro XX Barry. Yep, the Sereno Royale Maduro X, a.k.a. the Sereno Royale Maduro 20. Was the first premium cigar from Anthony Serino, who had made his name making bundle cigars for two decades prior to this. The Serino Royale Maduro 20 features an Ecuador Habano 2000 seed for the Maduro wrapper with binder and filler from Nicaragua. It ranges in price from $9.99 to $10.49, and we are about to light up the 6x54 Toro. This is the Sublime. 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 Toro. Sublime. Yep. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, beautiful wrapper. Toothy. Mm. Nice, nice cigar. Really hefty in the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like a lot of weight to it. Mm-hmm. It feels very, very packed. Like maybe it's not going to draw, but I, I promise you this guy, uh, Omar. Omar. Gonzalez. Alamond. Uh, I've never met the man. I will I meet him in uh, a few weeks when, it, when we go to the show. Um, I don't know if he spoke, spoke English. I don't know either. I don't know. But, but I know uh, Tony doesn't speak Spanish himself, mm-hmm. and um, you know we're a couple of the gringos that go down to these places, and you, you bring an interpreter with you and stuff. It's, it's a tough situation, and uh, you know, very 
lots of commonality between us of, you know, uh, he said, I tried. I tried to learn it. I just couldn't do it. And me too. I tried. I, I don't want to go in and I'm not, I'm not going to learn any Spanish. And I deal with, with uh, Spanish-speaking people all the time. Well, you know how to ask to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but I barely can do anything. It's, <laughs> it's awful. And um, Carson said, I'm going to learn. Now, Carson, another whole story too, speed reader. Hmm. No kidding. You ever see people read like yeah. this and, oh, yeah. and, and they retain everything? Like a thousand words a minute. Crazy. He can do that. He reads a book in a day. Jesus. I wonder how the Cigar Authority <laughs> messes that up with all the typos in my reviews. I wonder if that screws up the speed reading it must process. Be, it must be. Spell that wrong. Spell that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. When are they releasing the book? Because even the chat room here is uh, just saying what a fascinating story. Oh, my yeah. God. We could have done two hours with them just themselves. I got a longer version. We went out to dinner uh, the past two nights, and, you know, usually they were asking about me, and it was me asking all about him. As I, when I, once I learned a little bit and get more and more into it, unbelievable, unbelievable story. Let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo's the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So, I, as usual, I jumped ahead. And uh, I don't know if this is a selling point or not, but I finally had Brussels sprouts, and I had them on my vacation. Yeah. And the cold drawer is a little bit salty like soy sauce, and there's a little bit of that Brussels sprout taste to it as well. Uh, not a selling point and also not accurate. <laughs> For me, not for you. Thank you. Well, I had said to him, and I've been chain smoking these this week. Um, I said, is it barrel aged or something? Is a sweetness, almost yeah. a bourbon-like type of quality uh, to it on the cold draw? And he said, absolutely not. And I said, you sure? And he said, believe me, I'm sure. I've watched every single step of, of this done many, many times. That's it, that slow and barbecue low. barbecue sauce. Yeah, it's got a little, it's got a, that sweet note to it. Uh, this more than the Connecticut, which I picked up that dry molasses. This is a sweet blackstrap molasses all day on the cold draw. Very leathery mm. feel in your in your mouth. Yeah. Like you've got a piece of leather in your mouth. Yeah. Real thick and chewy. Yep. Yep. I've smoked it so many times I already know what it tastes like. Yeah. So I'm jumping a little bit ahead. It is a go-to for me. I'm honest with you. You know, I go to this often. When it first came in, and I, I typically don't buy boxes of cigars that way. Mm. This came in, I smoked it, I bought a box immediately. I remember that. Because I had to have it at home whenever I felt the craving for it, because yes. this is one of those cigars I have to have. It is. It's the same thing for me, that um, it's, a, it's a go-to, and I, I have cigars I need to smoke. It's part of my job that I have to smoke this, I have to smoke that, and then the this next you thing you know, want to. now I want to go smoke this. Mm-hmm. I, all of a sudden, it's like I have to have a Sereno XX. Very much like the lighter we're going to light our cigar with today, the Lotus T4. It's a quad jet, full metal jacket. I mean, this has high-end lighter written all over it. Sometimes you need to have that high-end experience when you're lighting a cigar like Sereno X Maduro. And the Lotus T4 delivers that high-end feel without affecting your wallet at $49.99. It's impossible that it's that inexpensive. Dave, your skills as a hand model put George Costanza to Yeah. <laughs> Barry, your skills as an ass kisser put <laughs> yeah. George Costanza to shame. Jonathan, 
Debonair. That was as close as I'm going to get today, Chuck, <laughs> ever. It was easy for him to be Debonair last week because I wasn't here. He was berating the staff last week, and I said, see, now this is not what you, you try and, you know, he has to keep being reminded. It's not going to stick. Oh, it's not going to happen. It's going to stick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to sereno this. It's not old fart Freddy. It's I'm gonna, Debonair. I'm going right. to push through. So we got the new, new uh, Cigar Journal magazine there? Yes, we do. So here we go. Oh, uh, so. Placencia Family on the cover of it. Um, an awesome magazine. If you don't read this, if you're a cigar geek, you need to read this because it's, it's all cigar information. I so, have a complaint about this issue. Yeah. Uh-oh. I searched because you got your little write-up about who you are. Barry Stein got his write-up. I've been looking for my write-up, and I couldn't find write-ups on any of the tasters in this, although this was an action-packed yeah, version loaded, completely loaded to the gills. Maybe they didn't have space for it, but it, did they do away with the uh, meet the tasters segment? I don't know. Because I'm not happy about this. But you Reinhold, know, yeah, I know you're listening. What what I thought you were going to complain about is, is a story that you did with the humidity of the cigars. No, no, no. I, that, that was that was great. They did a better job than I. Oh, did. I'll say, I'll way say. better. I was like, ooh, I could have written about that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. It yeah, was with, very good. With Placencia being on the cover, I got to meet with the director of sales for Placencia while I was in Miami. Yeah. Uh, Javi was a guy I used to play a lot of dominoes with. And you and me, Dave, this week, we got to smoke a new cigar that they're releasing at the trade show. Yes. Full body. Whoa. I think it's called uh, Something Fuerte. Yeah. Which, which would the be cigar, strong. Which the cigar was. Yeah, it was. And uh, some interesting shape. Yeah, and some interesting boxes because the box flips off like a shirt box and you turn it upside down and it has a built-in ashtray. Nice. So. The, uh, they're in the fifth generation, the Placencias. They've gone through two revolutions, disastrous mold attack. Through persistence, conviction, and innovation, they continue to survive. Fascinating, fascinating article. They're, they're the biggest growers there are. Everybody knows them. Mostly every cigar you smoke. This, this that article was the there. second best uh, group of pages in the uh, whole book. Of course, the best page being page 160. <laughs> I think everyone who listens every quarter, they know why. But uh, page 160 is very good. Two top-rated cigars in this were The Year of the Rooster and The Judge by My Father, both getting a 93. That's Davidoff's Year of the Rooster, and uh, My Father's the Judge. But tied for second, Andalusian Bull with a 92. Hmm. La Galera Habano Elector with a 92. Padron 1964. Perdomo's Barrel-Aged Connecticut. uh, Connecticut getting Mm. a big score like that. Uh, Aging Room Solera, the Fantastico size, also scoring Hmm. a 92. Yeah. Very impressive. And, you know, I keep track of our ratings after we submit them and we find out what the cigars are. And the final ratings, you know, if you take the three of us and you put the average, the average was spot on with what the reviews got in the magazine. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they don't mess around. It's so accurate. I've never found more than one point either way Mm -hmm. that has ever happened, and there's 20 of us that do it. But it's 20 people, and we've met a couple of of them now uh, that came up to see us right. uh, from other parts of the world, and they know this stuff. So they, they have tasters that know. Yeah. They dropped the so high and low score from the Russian and China judge. Yeah. And they right. the, uh, told I, uh, I did notice, and maybe you saw this, Dave, but on page 91, uh, Tom Selleck scores a point in the mustache wars between Tom Selleck and Nick Perdomo <laughs> because Nick got a picture with no mustache. Yes. I was... Very unhappy about that. Janine, I know you're listening. Yeah. He can never shave that off again because I cannot have Tom Selleck winning this battle. Yeah. 
I know I'm probably the only one keeping score, but how about the Don Benigno mustache? It's pretty epic. Right? He comes in a close third. Yeah. <laughs> it's Perdomo, Selleck, Benigno. Uh, yeah, Gr- great, uh, you know, travel to Hong Kong and the cigar places that are there. Uh, music and cigars, all of the different cigar manufacturers that play music or all the musicians that make cigars, however you yeah, want it. It's a worldwide publication, so you want to know about the Davidoff store in London. There's the information mm-hmm. on there. Just if, if you, you want to geek out on cigars, get Cigar Journal. I mean, it's unbelievable stuff. And even if you think you know everything about cigars, you don't. You read yep. every, every issue. There's going to be stuff you're going to pick up uh, and, and learn. You mentioned manufacturers with music. We'll have somebody on next week who has a tremendous love for music, and that would be John Huber yes. from Crown Heads, who will yeah. be on the Cigar Yeah, Party. Yeah. So uh, I hear there's lots going on in the cigar world, so let's go to it right now. What's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein? It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every Every time. time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. Well, it's been a busy week, and this week we found out that J.C. Newman will no longer be distributing Neo Cigars, the brand made by Jay Cortez. No surprise there. We'll move over to Oliva, who the company purchased last year. And we're hearing Jay Cortez might be primed for another acquisition, as there have been some serious rumblings in the industry. Absolutely. President Trump spoke in Miami yesterday, and he rolled back most of the Obama-Cuban policies. Under the new rollback, Americans can still bring what they want back from Cuba— but the Trump administration will begin strictly enforcing the authorized exemptions that allow travel between the U.S. and Cuba and prohibit commerce with Cuban businesses owned by the military and intelligence services. Basically, this translates to the fact that you will need a visa to visit the island and you can no longer visit for pleasure. Trump's new policy will directly limit commerce with GISA, the Cuban military's business and commerce wing, meaning you can't stay at the majority of hotels on the island. The American government wants you to support Airbnb, so people who have homes, the money goes directly to them and not the government in theory. The new restrictions means planning to obtain a visa to the island will put you subject to a Treasury Department audit. Meanwhile, Republican Senator Jeff Flake panned All the bad move. for me. Yes, yep. all bad for me. Yeah. I'm out, by the way. I'm not going. <laughs> there we go. Good thing you went in, right? Good thing you went. Meanwhile, Republican Senator Jeff Flake panned the move and is calling for a bipartisan vote to remove the embargo. Davidoff announced their 2016 revenue, which included a 20% growth on their core line and 8% overall. In addition, the company also announced the release of the Winston Churchill Late Hour, which our own David Garofalo got to smoke at the advisory meeting a few weeks ago. So a little uh, update on that. My, my only um, Facebook post I ever put up that I had to take down. Um, well, into the club. Yeah. I, it never happened before. I put it up, and uh, then I got an email from them. While I was in the Davidoff offices, sitting next to the CFO of the company, <laughs> of you have to remove this right away. I removed it, then I showed him... Um, what ended up happening. So what ended up happening was it was my birthday. Mm. So we went out to dinner. 
and there was a bunch of retailers. This is the advisory board, and they brought me out a birthday cake. And I'm smoking this new Davidoff, and I took a picture of the birthday cake, and I took a picture of the cigar. I'm smoking a cigar, and there's a birthday cake. And Not really paying attention to the fact of what cigar you're smoking, just that you're smoking a cigar on your birthday, and it's a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, and it was, this is not released yet. And what, and what I find crazy at that point is then fast forward a couple weeks later, they send the press release out and say, please put the press release out in the picture of the cigar. I just so, did that. So, yeah. <laughs> so a little of it comes down to that, yeah, we can't have you be the first one to do it. Right. It's, yeah. it's somebody else is going to be the first Which one. Is it's, ridiculous. There's so much politics of within our own industry of media is it politics. turns me off a little bit, I'll be honest. Yeah. You know? The politics mm-hmm. of who gets it first. Yeah. You, you gave me the cigar happy birthday, and <laughs> no, you, you can't tell anybody you had it. That's prominent in the media, though, especially yeah. in sports. Yeah, but, I mean, oh, that, really? Oh, yeah. Like okay. Sources will particularly leak information to their prefer- preferred sources. And I did not do this in any harm's way. I, I, you were trying to help. I wanted to say thank you and, you know, thank you for that, and it's my birthday, and... Uh, I'm smoking this new cigar. Am I cool or whatever? But the answer is no. Take it down. You're not cool. Take it down. Take it down. You're still Dave Garofalo. And by the way, the cigar was fantastic. Yes, it was. Fantastic. Uh, Royal Agio announced that it will be adding its own headquarters in the USA that opened up with its own staff and own sales force. The company will still be delayed, displayed at the Jewish State booth this year at IPCPR, and additionally, they will have their own booth. Anybody else getting deja vu? Because I believe I reported that story last week as a hardcore news guy that I am. Yeah, it's bad enough I have to listen to you for two hours when I'm here. I didn't listen on my yeah. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> last year, Oliver announced the release of Facundo, a cigar that ran into trademark issues with Bacardi. The cigar is now being named Gilberto, who is known in the Oliva family for his tobacco-growing expertise. The trademark issue could be a blessing in disguise for the company, as in 1995, they had a cigar called Gilberto Oliva I carried made it. at Placencia. Yes. Rocky Patel is introducing a new vintage line. The Rocky Patel Vintage 2006 is set to debut in August with a sun-grown wrapper. Our friend Skip Martin at Romograph who is already involved in rumors for the 2018 firecracker oh, that God. I may have started. <laughs> is releasing you and Bo between the two years. He's releasing branded lighters and cutters in a licensing agreement with Zycar. And finally, you can add Michigan to the list of states looking to poo-poo smoking by raising the age to 21. What's up? In the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Dear gentlemen, first of all, best wishes to Chuck and his family on their new adventure. Sorry to hear him depart for a definite, a, a definite asset to the show, and hopefully he'll stop by for an occasional visit from time to time. If he'd get that one bling bling to rule them all. Uh, secondly, underneath Mr. J's somewhat edgy podcast veneer is a gentleman. Aha! After all, he is we'll fleet of foot on the dance floor. I like this guy. Mr. J, simply apply the same grace and principles to your new segment, 
and all will be well. Third, Barry, who is entering the asylum. He already has one foot in the door and <laughs> will go all the way and throw away the key. Last, David, the taskmaster, locomotive engineer, keeping this crazy train on the rails most of the time. There we go. I certainly appreciate the audio quality, unlike many other podcasts, of doing most interviews in studio, everyone using the same headsets and mixing board. Warmest regards and peaceful puffing. Taylor from the Great White North must be Rudy's neighbor. Nice. That's my Well, guess. they all know each other up there, right? That's right. That's it. So it's only they, eight of them. They're, tra- they, they're appreciating the quality of the audio right now. This my is, apologies. This is, this is uh, the first time back on a bicycle all right, in a so long time. Step it up. But I think when you listen, you will be surprised. All right. We'll see what happens. Right now, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Today, $5,000. You want some money? It's $5,000. When you were a kid and you said a swear word, they wash your mouth out with soap. This time you have to eat the bar of soap. I am all over this. You pick the soap, too. It doesn't even have to be ivory. I don't care if it's pure. Irish I'll spring. eat that Irish spring stuff. Put a little salt on it. Can you? I'm all Can you in. Eat a bar of soap. I don't know. You end up with uh, a little bubbles coming out the other end. There's, there's a, it, it does pose some problems, but for five G's, I will stomach them. Would you do it for five hundred? Yep. Really? Oh yeah. I'm gonna say no. Yes. I wouldn't do it for the five thousand. Yesterday I smoked a cigar that shall not be named. That took me back to when I cursed when I was seven years old. It tasted like a bar of ivory soap. Couldn't even get through a quarter of the cigar, so no. My parents used to. Well, my parents did Amway. No big surprise there. Yeah. So they had LOC, Liquid Organic Cleaner, and that's what they would wash my mouth out with soap with. And it was gross for the first three times, and then I said, "I like F it. it. I'll swear whenever I want. Yeah. If this is the consequence, I can take this." Eat a bar of soap for five grand? I don't. I think uh, no. You'd have I'm to try, Google I, and see if you're going to die. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to figure out what the dollar amount would be for me to do it. It wouldn't be five k. Maybe, maybe ten. Maybe for ten, I'd do it. Oh my god, you're such a wimp. It's you. You won't eat a ring ding. This is the craziest thing with <laughs> you. Lick an or- urinal. Eat yeah. a bar of soap. This eat is, a scorpion. Yeah, but no ring ding. Not a ring ding. Well, I, I have a good idea of what's in soap. I don't know what's in the ring ding. W- would it clean you out? Oh, yeah. Full-on clean-out. Yeah? Yeah. Would clean you out? Like dumb and dumber clean-out. The answer is no. Don't <laughs> eat a bar of soap. Kids, if you're listening, we're just uh, playing. Don't do, don't do the things we talk about. One of these about. times, I'm hoping you just put the check down on the 500, table. 500, I'd do it. I'm... Speaking of eating. Uh, like the day before your vacation or something, because mm. you're going to be out, out and about for a while after that. Soap on the rope with the rope included. Yeah. No, that I'm not doing. <laughs> There's a comment from the chat box that says, no guy that takes his food dish back from the party can do it. Ah, this is segment. somebody that listens. <laughs> That's somebody that listens. But you know not to do that ever again. And in fairness to him, he made one up to bring to my house. I sent it awesome. home for, yeah, for awesome. everybody to have. After he So was. I am, I am Be- learning, and I'm getting more debonair as we go. Awesome. And maybe this will... My prediction is that my debonair segment will be better... Then Barry's work on the board. We're, oh, I thought then Barry's... He's doing asylum. Asylum. No, he's going to kill the asylum. He's got one foot, like this guy said, one foot in the grave already. Yeah, um, that just was the door. Jump in, throw away the key. 
All right, speaking of the asylum, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. The year was 2014, and while sitting in his car at a gas station in Maycomb, Georgia, a man attempting to pull his gun, uh, put his gun in its holster, instead shot himself in the penis. Instead of calling the police or an ambulance, the unidentified man drove to a friend's house where he removed his clothes to find that the shot was a through-and-through through with the bullet having exited out of his buttocks, oh my which he only discovered as the bullet fell to the floor. There are a few, if any, upsides to shooting oneself, period. In this case, one could look forward to having a one-of-a-kind story. This is not the case, however, as there were six total self-inflicted penile shootings that year alone, that's insane. Wow. That's asylum. That's crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Top that, Barrens. Do you think he just searches, like, crazy penis stories or... I haven't done a penis story in, like, three months. Well, I'd like this... to get one a quarter. Okay. You still like to get one a quarter. That was my last one. I'm going out with a bang. Okay, so your thoughts here on the Sereno XX Maduro... I've smoked it so many times. It's very good. When it comes to Maduro's, this is my top one. This is my favorite, mm-hmm. without exception. I have, I have two that I rank at the very top. It's mm-hmm. Padron 64 Maduro, and it's the Sereno XX Maduro, my two favorite of all Maduro's. I'm not a Maduro guy, but those are two go-tos over the naturals. And two on both. completely different... Cigars. You yep. couldn't say that one reminds nope. you of the other. They are completely yep. in different ballparks. Both very good in their own way. There's a lot of mocha notes. There's a nice sweetness that keeps it somewhat classic, but there's just enough strength to it that keeps it modern. I just no think bite. It's great. Yeah. Smooth, no bite. Yeah, no bite in the Balanced, tongue. No, no pepper. Yep. It's just smooth and sweet. It's well packed, very densely packed, but the draw is just. It's perfect. It's Can it's you retrohale this Maduro is the question. Wait for it. Wait for <laughs> he's it. gagging, but he's not coughing. Huh? That's huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> he almost throws up when he does it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought I was going to make that one. Woo. Almost didn't die. Tastes different now? Yeah. This is... Um, Toasted Brazil nuts. No. <laughs> Do you even know what a Brazil nut it's, it's is? It's definitely nutty. There's almost more like a Kohler nut than a Brazilian nut, but it is a colon. It's what? mocha. Cola. It's yeah, mocha. Like mocha. Chocolatey. It's the um. Uh, what is the chocolate malt? Chocolate malted. Chocolate okay. malted. Remember that? The, my dad I, drank them all the time. It was never my thing. So. Yeah, it's a malted chocolate. Yeah, I'm with Dave. Malted chocolate with That's Brazil it. nuts. 
toasted. Yeah, I don't know. Let's take a break. When we come back, one of the last ways to be debonair. It's going to be this week and next week. I'm doing next week. Chuck, under Chuck's supervision. All right. Yes. All right, so this is the last Chuck doing debonair. That's right. This is it. And uh, we'll see uh, how see it goes. See makes, if makes it through without tearing up. Yeah, right. We'll be back in just minutes. We'll be right back from the Cigar Authority. Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Poppy from the Big Poppy Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Atory. We're back. <laughs> That's not the way it's supposed to go. There yeah, we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it's going to be? Boom, we're back. Um, we're back live from the Barry LaFleur. Stein from the Cigar Authority. Yeah, as he drops a golden brick right next to himself. We're back live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios, and Chuck Morrison is leaving us high and dry, but he's going out in debonair style. We're going to have uh, the last debonair coming up. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. What do you think? We're going to just do this. This will be the last one next week. You're doing it. Correct. And he's just going to tell you what you did wrong. He'll, he'll critique. Okay, the debonair way. In there the, you go. How Correct. to critique. <laughs> you can do the next week after he maybe right. critiques yeah, you. Should I play the role of you as you do the debonair way? Like, are we going to reverse role here? Hey, you're welcome to jump in any way you want, Charles. <laughs> you're going to have to do the wait for it. It's not like we can fire you. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so let's do it. While you're enjoying life till its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman, I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch 
and gentlemen. And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with, wait for it, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, in this final Gentleman's Way by Chuck Morrison, always leave a place better than you found it. Nice. The easiest way to make this world a better place is to commit to leaving everything you found better. I remember being taught this lesson early on in life with the example that if I stayed at someone else's house, I should always leave it in better condition than when I first arrived. This meant putting clean sheets in the bed, emptying the trash, and making sure the rooms I used, yes, Jonathan, including the bathroom, looking better than when I arrived. What are you trying to say? I value this lesson (laughs) and still do my best to live into it today. As a reminder of that fact, I use this as my daily self-imposed challenge that I now impose onto you. No matter what, I challenge you, the Cigar Authority listener and participants and hosts, to, cha- to leave everything that you touch and every person you meet a little better than you found them. And every person you touch, incidentally. And don't touch anybody. A better place can simply mean a word of encouragement or inspiration, a challenge to think differently, a newly found confidence, Barry, that something can be accomplished, such as producing the Cigar Authority. Work in progress. Picking up a piece of litter, putting it in the trash. If you see a car parked at an expired meter, putting some change in it. Whenever you're at a cigar store, take a minute to sincerely thank the person who is serving you. Consistently saying please, thank you, and excuse me, and never be one of those people who allows their moods to determine their manners. Simple yet profound and most certainly debonair, commit to leaving every situation and every person we meet a little better than how we found them. And as I part ways with the Cigar Authority after more than six wonderful years and deliver my final gentleman's way, my goal is to not only leave the Cigar Authority in better shape than when I first found it, but also hope I've somehow made you better too. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? I don't think any of us will ever be as debonair as you have been. Nope. And I'm going to go on record and say we're going to lose an advertiser. (laughs) That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Or the name of the segment may change. Yes. (laughs) Mr. Jonathan's version of how to be a gentleman. Yeah, right? Brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Yeah. Your goal, Mr. Jonathan, will be to maintain the advertiser. advertiser. (laughs) Hang on to the advertiser. Do what you can and understand that he is debonair. Uh, Phil Zang, he's yes, very he debonair, and he likes this. So I got this. You got it. I got this. All right. Why do I feel like it's not going to happen? But that's not debonair in me. I should feel <laughs> positive that I'm going to leave it better than when I found it. I'm going to take Chuck's advice, and I'm going to say you got this. You got it. Nice wow. word of encouragement. I All think right. he is feverish. It's working. So next week uh, is Chuck's last day. We are having John Huber and Mike Condor on from Crown Heads. They are doing it via Skype. Is that how we do it, Skype? Yes, yes. yes. So via correct. Skype. Uh, he, he said he'll come on. He, he was planning on actually going. This would be the last week. He's going to stay on the extra week because it's. He's has experience with a Skype call with Rafael Nodal. So I'm going to learn from the best. Yeah. And 
moving into the future, when we have Rocky Patel on, I'll be able to handle it. All right, so uh, we're going to smoke the new La Creme. Am I saying it properly? I, I believe so. La Creme. And uh, on the second hour, we are going to pick Chuck's favorite cigar. So make sure you tell mm. me before. So whatever you want is the cigar we're going to smoke in the next hour. You tell me after the show. Okay. Uh, following week, uh, Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle will join us, uh, followed by uh, Max Bickler from Rocky Patel getting ready for the IPCPR. We're going to have lots of IPCPR news in the next coming weeks. Uh, on the July 13th show, 15th show, we will be live from Las Vegas, and we're going to put in, bring in all the, the bits to you. You're going to assemble everything and put it on on uh, that Saturday morning. Yep. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm not feeling so no great pressure. about it. Come on, words of encouragement. Words of encouragement. You say you got, you got it. That right? I got with no problem. Yeah. That I got. Okay, it seems like a lot of work to me, but you say you got it, you got it. Uh, July 22nd, we'll be back from the show, and Steve Sacco will join us. We'll not only talk about how well he did, but everybody at the show will have all the information uh, from Steve, and he's very opinionated, and he's going to tell us uh, how everybody else did, too, and, and how it worked out there. Uh, followed by J- July 29th, A.J. Fernandez, live in studio. Uh, very interesting. A.J. Fernandez does not speak any English. No. We do not speak Spanish. Um, and he is a guest for a half hour on the show, so I don't know what happens there. But My biggest fear is a 10-minute answer, and the translator just goes, yes. Right. That's what <laughs> happens so much to me when, when yep. I go down and talk to these people that they, they said a whole bunch of things, and the guy said, yeah, he said it's okay. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not what he said. <laughs> he um, said more than that. July 5th, Rocky Patel uh, live with us on uh, August 5th. Um, followed by the prediction episode we look forward to on August 12th. You look forward to. Um, what you're going to have between now and then is, is predictions that I predicted that actually already came true and other ones that hasn't happened until um, the end of the year, I would imagine, because I'm, I'm gathering these things up uh, as we speak. And people are still too stupid to tell you not to report it in some cases. So the answer is, so the manufacturers that are out there and worry that I'm going to say something they don't want me to say, you have to actually tell me not to say it. So you're going to have to give it up. You know, I may say to you, I'm hearing that such and such, and they turn away, they don't say anything or anything. You say, yeah, but please don't say anything. And, of course, I wouldn't say anything because it would be wrong of me not to. Be so, Yeah. I spoke to a blender yesterday in, uh, in Nashua. Hamilton Beach. And he told me there was something coming out at the trade show, but I can't tell you. I said, how about telling me off the record? He told me off the record. Okay, and that's off. And that's off the record. What, what was it? I can't tell. It was, <laughs> it was off the record. Never happened. <sighs> Never happened. Right. That's the way to go. So right now it's time for the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Where is the Classic Intro? Oh. oh. See, you've heard of Epic Rap Battles. <laughs> Work in progress. <laughs> but now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating. To he had his answers up. So many great athletes. For this day. You're right. Anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. 
Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, today is June 17th. Mr. Jonathan, our champion. That's right. And we're hoping Chuck is going to end up becoming the Chuck champion. Chuck already has his answer. I'm already locked down in. For the You're first question. In. I'm already locked in. You sure? I'm positive. <laughs> <laughs> um, today is Barry Manilow's birthday. Barry Manilow, pop singer, songwriter, and producer. Really like to see you tonight. Uh, really? I write the songs. Mandy, also mm. known for... Uh, Copacabana. Copacabana, good one. Yeah, he How wrote- does that go? At the Copa, <laughs> Copacabana. Don't quit your yeah, day job, really. Hottest spot north of Atlanta. <laughs> Havana, Havana. Whatever. Uh, he wrote jingles for a State Farm Insurance Company. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, also, stuck on Band-Aids. Stuck on Band-Aid brain, because Band-Aid stuck on me. Remember that? Yep. Uh, Dr. Pepper. Who's a pepper? You're a pepper, Dr. She's Pepper. She's a pepper, too. Yeah, he did that. Wow. Uh, he used to play piano for Bette Midler. Uh, during all her performances. So Barry Manilow, born today, what year? 1945. 45, he says. First, he just came out of the closet, as if he surprised yes. anybody. Yeah. 1946. 46. And locked in early before the question was asked is 1901. For the win. Thank you. <laughs> For the win. It is 1943. Mm. Missed it by that much. Yes, you did. Who said that? It was uh, Get Smart. Agent 86. That's right. 87? Well, he was married in 99, but wasn't he 86? I think he was 86. 86? 99 was the girl. Right. Yeah, I don't and know. And 69 was a mutual thing that they he shared. Shared, yes. <laughs> oh, God. It was the dog. It was the huh? dog. 69 was the dog. <laughs> Barry, I have, I have nothing to say about that. Barry, today is Newt Gingrich's birthday. Newt Gingrich, politician, political uh, Republican Speaker of the House, uh, who resigned in disgrace after being disciplined by the House ethics violations. He ran an unsuccessful bid for president. Newt Gingrich, born today what year? 1943. 1942. 42. 37. 37. Somebody's got two points. Barry Stein, 43. Wow. Two points. Oh, that's why you have 1943 right there. Yeah. It's not good when somebody sits next to me and can see I'm actually cheating. Really? Um, And this is going to Chuck Morrison. Ready. Venus Ebony Star Williams. Mm, Tennis player. Yes. American professional tennis player who is generally regarded as one of the all-time greatest woman tennis along with her younger sister, Serena. But this is Venus's birthday. Born today, what year? I feel like... She's a girl of the 70s, so I'm going to say 74. 74. 78. 78. 75. 75. 78. Mr. Jonathan will take the point. It's 1980. Ooh. So we have Mr. Jonathan with a point, Chuck with a point, and Barry with two points. We only have one question left. There we go. This is it, and it's happened this day. All we have to do is block Chuck Barry because he wants to leave the show on a win. The champion, well, so we got to we'll block next him. Week to win. We got to practice right now. <laughs> happened this day. Following a television low-speed highway chase, O.J. Simpson is arrested for murder for his ex-wife Nicole Brown Simpson and her friend Ronald Goldman, and for an extra credit. Mm. Extra point. Yep. What kind and color of the car was it? All right. 
It was a. Uh, I'm going to wait till they lock their answers in because oh, I'm not giving them the answer on the the vehicle. I've got this. All right. Locked. It was 1992, 92. and it was a white Bronco. Okay. Don't be changing your answer over there, Barry. Come on, Barry. Wow. <clears throat> you yeah, no, I'm making sure my math was right because we're way off. It was a white Ford Bronco, and I have 2006, but now I know that's wrong. But that's what you have written. My math is wrong, but it's what I've written down. So, wow, he's All right. All right. Dave, for two points, the year was 1994, and it was a white Ford Bronco. For actually three points. Chuck Morrison, three points in the win. That is how you do it, Jonathan. And that's how it's done. I still have next week, ah. Charles. <laughs> still have next week. We have a new champion. It's Chuck Morrison, and you must dethrone him next week, or he will walk out the champion forever. Forever. And what do we do? Do we do a classic two-way after that? Or do we bring somebody in every single week? You've got to figure question. something out. You've got to bring someone in. It's called the classic three-way. Mm-hmm. Just randomly Skype call someone. <laughs> say, hey, you're, those you are the, those you're are in. Those are the days. Those are the days. We, we could, can we do Skype calls? Oh, yeah. yeah. We can do <laughs> we, we don't, have, we we don't call, have the easy jail 19 number we, anymore. We can call out. We can call out. We can even have people call in if they knew our Skype address. By Which audio. we're not going to publish because then we can have 30 people call yeah. at once. By audio. By audio and by video if they have a webcam. Can we call out? Yes, we could call Rudy and he could be the third person in the three-way. We have to test this. Okay. Yeah. This week we just have to test just to see if we can make a call out on the fly. Like if the show was going on right now, you'd go beep, 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 beep. Yep. I would. And we got him on the line? Yep, as long as he answers. Where she answers. The answer is yes. Yeah. You sure? It is the exact yeah. same thing as taking a call. Yeah. When we, when we have Huber on next week, right when we go to the commercial break. So why I don't we call him? him? You were going to call him? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the call. Oh, I didn't know. Is that yeah. what we usually do? Yeah. Oh, I thought it went the other way around. Yeah. We yeah. call them. We call them. Yeah, or, well. Because usually they, they're already in and. <clears throat> yeah, we a, dial in we, we, during the commercial. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Lots of things that go on behind the scenes you don't know about. All right. I'm not wearing pants right now. The Cigar (laughs) Authority Care Package. This is it. Yep. Monday, 9 a.m., we shut it off, right? That's it. Wow. So I know we get a lot of listeners that listen in on the podcast. Monday is the biggest download. I'm going to have to lock in now, aren't I? You are going to have to. All right. I'll do that today. There we go. Because Monday, 9 o'clock. Can we make it an even number this time for crying out loud? An even theory? Be your last chance to get firecracker, too. Which is this weekend, right. sure. In theory, Monday, it should be gone sometime on Monday. Okay, mm-hmm. so this, this is it. All right, that's it for the show. Um, next week, we bid a fond farewell to Gentleman Chuck Morrison. It's Gentleman Chuck Morrison's last show. Uh, and joining us will be Mike Conder and John Huber from Crown Heads and the new La Creme Cigar. Until then, you've been listening to... The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, it's quite possible you learned nothing else in the last two hours. But if you've learned nothing else and you happen to be smoking your Sereno XX Maduro, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. 